everyone. Welcome to the Community Karma Podcast with Aaron Jones and Carrie Hill. Join in as they discuss building community, branding, and how any business can benefit from a holistic approach to growth. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Community Karma Podcast. I'm Carrie Hill, and I am, as always, joined by my good friend, Aaron Jones. Hello, Aaron. Aaron. Hello, Carrie. Carrie. How are you? <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. <laughs> Awesome. So um, after this crazy holiday season, we thought it would be interesting to uh, talk with you guys about influencer marketing. Um, it it kind of went nuts this holiday, I think. What was that thing? That, didn't Kylie Jenner like post a Barbie on her page or something like that? And that like, oh my you God. won't be able to buy one for a hundred years or something stupid. <laughs> yeah. Know. And you know, the lovers and the haters all went bananas. So I guess it it did what it was supposed to do, but I think marketers everywhere were groaning across right. the globe. Well, somebody with a, a reach like Kylie Jenner's to talk about their stuff, but let's be honest, they can't afford her. <laughs> That's no, There's I a mean, very small percentage of brands out there that could afford a celebrity influencer. And then I'm not sure you want to go there. Right? I mean, there's pros and cons, I guess. There definitely are. And I think that, first of all, you have to take into account what kind of brand you have. Mm -hmm. And then you need to know who your audience is. And you need to know your audience really damn well if you're going to pay somebody, especially a celebrity, like a big name celebrity, to promote your business. Because you know, if, you know, you mentioned mm -hmm. Kylie Jenner, that's she's polarizing. Yep. And you know, that can alienate a lot of people, you know, that's kind of like bringing in a, you know, someone with a religious, a strong religious background or a strong mm -hmm. political stance. Um, that is dangerous water. And you have to be ready. I mean, there's so many things you have to be ready for. But first right. of all, any backlash you're going to get, um, you know, and if you have Kylie Jenner, we've heard over and over companies that have a you know, a famous person promote their product or even just be seen in a photo carrying something and mm -hmm. it crashes their website, they run out of inventory, they can't source more products. So sometimes something like that could actually damage you. And, you know, I've even right. heard of companies going out of business because people didn't get what they paid for and they couldn't get it out in time. And um, so there's a lot to look into beyond just, hey, I want to hire this famous person to flash my product on their Instagram profile for a second and it's going to make me rich because well, that's not always how it's going to work. I think that, you know, it's not something that it's something you have, you're spending all that money. You, you need to have a strategy in place. Like Aaron said, you need to be prepared for all of the technical and inventory issues. But I really think in any kind of influencer situation, you need to have some sort of a retention strategy in place. But especially if you're spending hundreds of thousands tens of thousands of dollars on some kind of celebrity influencer. Boy, you better figure out a way to make all those people that come to buy your product or, or shop your service um, fans in that very short window of time you have access to them. Because, Absolutely. you know, in most cases, one-time revenue is not going to create a return that's worth it. 
or a loyal audience. Right. You know, so, you know, that's a really good point because you have seconds Mm -hmm. with this, this moment. So, you know, how are you going to capture it? And then how are you going to replicate it so that you're not having to spend $10 million every time you want to get some people's attention? Right. You know, you're going to have to provide a stellar customer service, service Mm -hmm. experience. I can't talk today. (laughs) Um, The whole process needs to be clean and simple and you know you better not better not mess that up because you this is your one shot with these people for sure and so you know I think like we said there's a very small percentage of businesses out there that could even afford a celebrity influencer so you know if you can be ready for it I'm imagining if you have enough money for that you have a fairly large marketing department and they're taking care of you know crossing the t's and dotting the i's and creating your feedback and retention strategy and that's great but let's draw it back down let's work backwards so celebrities kind of like the you know the top of the heap right let's draw back a little bit to the micro influencer who is probably someone that's in in a little bit it's a little bit more reachable for a moderate to a smaller brand right absolutely and and i I like it better. Mm-hmm. Personally, I feel like a micro influencer feels more personable. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is a micro influencer? I guess we should sure. start there. Um, that's someone who has a smaller community. You know, they're not going to have 47 million followers. They're probably going to have somewhere between two and 50,000, mm-hmm. you know, maybe up to a hundred thousand, depending on the industry and the community. Um, but they have a great reputation within their industry or their circle, whether that be, you know, social, local, online, community, whatever. Um, but that, I feel like their word is going to carry more weight because people feel more like they know that. Or they can relate to them. Like if I see somebody that's a micro influencer who goes on a trip to Phoenix and, you know, documents all the things they did in Phoenix, well, I can relate to that because those are all the things that I I have access to and I can afford in Phoenix. I am certainly not going to stay at the same hotel or go to the same places that Kylie Jenner and her entourage are going to visit. Like that's not going to happen for me. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And someone who's who's more relatable to Mm -hmm. you is also probably going to enjoy more similar activities that you'll enjoy. So you may not be going clubbing until 3am. You might rather go to the spa or go see a show somewhere, you know, find the best restaurants to eat at that are going to appeal more to, I hate to use the word normal, (laughs) but you know, that's what we're all thinking, right? So that, that gives you, you feel more connected and their word is probably going to be more trustworthy to you. At least for me, I feel that way. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And so, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, the local mortgage broker who um, knows the best realtors with the best reputation in the area to work with. And if you're a fan of that local mortgage broker, um, their recommendation and endorsement of that realtor is gold, not only to their to the advocates of the mortgage broker or the fans of the mortgage broker, it's gold to the realtor because, you know, they have cultivated a very good reputation with their local audience. They know that they're not going to, you know, recommend a crap company to their followers because they value 
their their audience you know so you know that might kind of micro influencer relationship that flows back and forth i think could be beneficial for a lot of small to mid-sized brands absolutely and people you know sticking with the mortgage recommendation people trust them with their money so then when they tell you that this real estate agent is phenomenal or they love this home inspector or pest control company you know that they're not going to tarnish their own name recommending someone for sure i think that's that's a very good point you know on a very granular level the trust is going in both directions so then all of a sudden the real estate agent is recommending the inspector Mm -hmm. and the customer is recommending the inspector and so this is how you create a really strong community of of great service providers, brands, companies. Um, you know, if you can connect with a couple people within your industry that provide complimentary services, or you know, I know a mortgage broker here who even has people who do closing gifts mm-hmm. for them that they always use because they know they're going to make a great product. Um, this is a great way to not only get your name out there, but not break the bank doing sure. it. You know, you're looking at spending a couple hundred to maybe a couple thousand dollars on an influencer like this, instead of the hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars that you would spend on a mega influencer. Well, and this is maybe even the opportunity to trade product for influence as well, depending upon your price point and or, or product or service. So maybe, you know, you provide them with free this because they advocate for your brand or something like that so it might not even cost you dollars in the sense of you're writing them a check maybe you can work out a deal where you know you give them lodging at your hotel and they talk about it kind of thing and but you know it is a business you know business you need to have agreements in place you know you don't just say hey yeah just show up because that's you know wishy-washy for the influencer and you're not really protected as a brand either from something crazy happening. Sure. And if they have a terrible experience, Mm -hmm. what's going to happen? Sure. You know, do you get another chance or are they going to now use that influence to make you look terrible? So definitely don't go into this um, without some thought and some planning behind it because it, it can go both directions. Absolutely. So let's talk about our last category, you know, where we've been kind of moving down small. Let's talk about a nano influencer, um, which might be the best kind of influencer for small local brands, right? Those very, you know, like I live in a very small town. And so a nano influencer would be somebody who has a very good name and reputation within our little community. Um, you know, they, they say, if you look up nano influencer, you know, anywhere between a couple hundred to 10,000 followers on Instagram, if that's a popular platform for whatever it is you're trying to sell, maybe LinkedIn or Facebook is more important to you because of who uses what in your area, right? Sure. And this is actually my favorite kind of influencer Mm -hmm. um, because of the connection required for them to have clout within their community. I live in what used to be a small community and now it's very large, but it still has that small town Mm -hmm. feel. And there are people in my community that go, oh my gosh, I just went to this restaurant and the next thing you know, this place has a weight around the block, even if it's not very good. Right. Um, nobody will badmouth it because, you know, the local, I 
you know, it's kind of a popularity contest. You don't want to go against what so-and-so said, or people are going to pile on you. So this place stays busy. Maybe they don't have the best food, but they have great service and people have a good time visiting when they go there. Um, people are like that with our local coffee shop. If they recommend another business, um, people go blindly because they trust the recommendations. Yeah. And I think that, you know, this kind of goes back to that old fashioned marketing, right? That word of mouth, um, talking over the back fence kind of, um, you know, well, who do you use for such and such? And, you know, I, I need somebody to come fix the stairs on my porch. Who should I call? Oh, well, we use this handyman guy and he's great. And the guy that works for him does this, this, and this. And it just becomes this um, network of local people who you know will do a good job. And if, if you do have a problem, you know, you feel pretty confident that they'll make it right. Absolutely. You know, I just had some work done on my house and I was talking to the contractor. He is someone that I've known kind of this way, you know, throughout some circles that I'm in and uh, someone I know recommends him every time something comes up. And she tends to be a very powerful person in our community because she has built a phenomenal reputation for herself. Um, she supports local business. She promotes local business, asking nothing in return, you know, just the perfect community member if you were designing one for your brand advocate. Um, and I, we were talking about it and he said, yeah, you know, it took me three or four years of knowing her before she started recommending me, but now my business is so busy. Like I really had to work for it, but it's been worth it. And it was just funny to me to hear a contractor say that because, you know, on the marketing side, it's something that we preach all the time, you know, know your audience, getting good with the right people, you know, do a good job so that they promote you. But he knew from the beginning, like if she hires me and likes what I do, then I'm going to be set. And it, it just, it was really neat to kind of see it play out in real life because I'm a huge dork. And um, <laughs> so, but it's true. She recommends him all the time. I recommend him all the time now. He was great to work with. And I, you know, we talked about this last week. I like warm, fuzzy experiences and the nano influencer feels more genuine to me. Yeah. And, you know, I think for people with limited budgets or, you know, not, not huge budgets, there's some um, opportunity, again, like I said, with the micro influencer, maybe even more opportunity with the nano influencer um, to trade. Because that happens a lot in these small communities. Oh, yeah, I trade social media work or web content mm -hmm. for for work with different types of contractors all the time. I love it. I, you know, I feel like I get to know their brand really well if I'm writing content for their website. And then I feel like I can speak more intelligently with them about the project they're doing for me. So it's kind of a fun win-win for everybody. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Um, so anything else? Kind of I, I think that's pretty much it. I would just say, you know, the takeaways from this are, Make sure you know your market, mm -hmm. make sure you know your influencer and be ready right. regardless of, you know, if it's a micro influencer, a celebrity, if you get a good influencer that connects well with your audience, you're going to get busy. So you need to be prepared, whether that be putting out orders, fielding customer service calls, scheduling appointments, um, 
you know, just make sure you're prepared to do that so that you continue to build that great reputation with your community. Well, and this isn't an, in, this isn't a fly by night, like, oh, nobody does this kind of industry. Like this is going to get to in the neighborhood of $10 billion this year. So um, it's, it's worth looking into if it's part of a strategy that could work for your brand. Some brands it might not work for. Some niches and industries it might not work for. But if you're looking at influencer marketing, it's definitely worth looking at the different levels and who has the best audience for your product or service. Absolutely, I agree 100%. Awesome. Well, thanks, Erin for sharing your your, you. your insight into influencer marketing. Cause I'll be honest, when we first talked about talking about this, my, I think my comment to Aaron was, <laughs> well, it's crap because I kind of didn't consider the, the nano or the micro levels, true influencer marketing. I thought it was all like, you know, you got to have the money for Kylie Jenner or whatever <laughs> kind of thing. And yeah. you kind of changed my mind. So well done, Jones. <laughs> Yay. I'm so proud of myself. No, I, I really think that the, the make the mega celebrities, I think that's a dangerous game and I don't feel like it's a true reflection of most brands are not large enough to have Kylie Jenner walk by and say, you know, I love my Gucci belt. Okay, cool. But that's not going to help my mom and pop client here in Colorado, right. you know, who is so that I, I'm glad to hear that because I think that there's a lot of value in, you know, it's just another version of community support. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Erin. And um, that's it for another episode of the Community Karma podcast. As always, we'd love to see your feedback on Twitter or Facebook. Um, join our Facebook group. We're nice people. Um, or, um, you know, shoot us, drop us a line via the website, communitykarmapodcast.com. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week. Bye everybody. Happy Friday. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe via iTunes, Google podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to sign up for reminders via the website communitykarmapodcast.com. See you next time.